Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, Episode 3, the only Middle-Earth campaign that will answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? Now, a brief announcement before we get into our actual campaign proper. You are going to see us wearing different clothes in just about a minute. We had a technical difficulty the last time we tried to film, and we had to film on different days for this second part. So we are just going to pick up right where we left off in just about maybe 15 minutes from now. We'll see you all then. Enjoy the story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall. Around me are my internet friends, Tori Fox, Zach Smith, and Max Randolph. Are you three ready to start? Yeah. Yes! Okay, cool. We can't just yet. We've got a couple of things to get through. Number one, I want to thank our wonderful sponsor. This stream would not be possible without Free League Publishing, who graciously sent us advanced copies of their new TTRPG, The One Ring, so that we could play in a more fleshed out version of Middle Earth. If you go to freeleaguepublishing.com, you can get the bundle, the starter set, the core rule book, the cool dice, the maps. Just go to freeleaguepublishing.com to get yours today. All three of my players have it this time. Zach. So exciting. Yay. I have the starter set. I have the dice. I have the cards. This is really exciting. All right. So. I also want to give a very special thank you to a few others that have helped all of this come together. The artwork has been lovingly crafted by Sarah M. Shunky. She goes by Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. The battle maps for this series are crafted by Little Wit, the cartographer. Just search Little Wit on Facebook. The music has been masterfully crafted by TikTok's own Cullen Vance. You can stream his music on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes. Just search Cullen Vance, or you can go to CullenVanceCreative.com. You can also listen to his new music, some of which is featured in this stream, Rewild. Uh, you probably have heard a few of his, uh, no, players haven't, because I can't play it <laughs> while we're playing. But as soon as you see the finished product, players, I promise it's very good. Finally, uh, a very special thank you to my wife. She goes by Nat20Wife on TikTok. She is the one working behind the scenes to make sure that all of this runs smoothly and that our sessions are not six and a half hours, four and a half of which are me stumbling and fumbling through pretty much everything uh, that it takes to create uh, one of these. Honey, thank you so much. All right, without any further announcements, are y'all ready? Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's <laughs> go. Let's go! Our journey began with two elves, Halloweth and Tanel, traveling to Rivendell. Galadriel, the ruler of Lothlorien, sent Halloweth the elf to find out what he could in the wide world, for she foresees a growing darkness. Tanel tagged along, maybe without Halloweth knowing, but after a while they did cross paths. On their way to Rivendell, they met a caravan of dwarves and begrudgingly started interacting with a dwarf named Beery. As the three approached Rivendell, however, they realized that something was wrong. After much time, they realized that the One Ring had been discovered by a hobbit named Frodo Baggins. A council was held, and a decision was made. The ring must be destroyed, and it must be destroyed quickly. Therefore, nine companions, this Fellowship of the Ring, chose to fly on the backs of the three eagles to get as close to Mordor as they possibly could. But the fellowship failed. One of the eagles, the leader, Gwaihir, the Windlord, being tempted by the ring, laid waste 
to the Fellowship and his two eagle brethren, Meneldor and Landraval, and took the ring for himself. The one eagle, Landraval, managed to survive the attack and made his way back to Rivendell to tell all of you what happened. He watched as Gwaihir flew directly into the eye atop Barad-dûr in Mordor, cast the spirit of Sauron aside, and now rules Mordor for his very own. Meanwhile, all of you in Rivendell watch as Elrond, the leader of the last homely house east of the sea, was possessed seemingly by Gwaihir the Windlord, who spoke through Lord Elrond, because Gwaihir knew the location of the elven rings. You managed to save Elrond as Halloweth actually wound up cutting off uh, Elrond's forearm and saving him from whatever corruption was creeping on to his body. You then accompanied Elrond's daughter Arwen and his sons Eladon and Elro here to collect the bodies of the Fellowship. However, before you left, it seemed that Arwen had disappeared, seemingly leaving many hours before you did. It took some time, but after two days of travel, you managed to find the bodies of the Eagle and the Fellowship. But it would seem in her haste and your delay that Arwen got there much earlier than you. You found a mound of stones, seemingly where Aragorn, her soulmate, had been buried. On the headstone that Arwen had placed there, Halloweth read in the common tongue, Aragorn, underneath the rest was written in Elvish. High King of Gondor, Estelle, soulmate to Arwen Undomiel, and father of Eldarion. And that is where we left off. Halloweth, all of that was written in Elvish. Are you telling the other two what it says? Uh, yes, I read it out loud. All right. There's a child that we need to be worrying about. An heir to the throne of Gondor. Oh. I, I'm going to actually like stand up again and just scan to see if I can see any sign of where she may have gone. Make a scan check. All right. Let me make sure I'm rolling the right thing. <laughs> there we go. Great. Twelve. Hey, <laughs> you rolled a. Is that your first Gandalf? That is my first Gandalf. Yay! Yay! Hey. Thank Excellent. <laughs> With that uh, instant success. Mm-hmm. As you scan out into the distance, you do not see any movement, nobody on horseback. However, you do notice that there are horse tracks roughly a day, maybe a little more than a day old, heading south. And I relay that to them just, I, Mm. Um, she's not heading to Condor, is she? That's the only reason I can think she would go south. I suppose she is. Maybe to inform the steward of Gondor. I I don't know what could possibly possess her to go alone, but that is a dangerous road. Okay. Meanwhile, Um, elves are uh, having this conversation. Um, Where is Gimli? 
Gimli and the rest of the bodies of the fellowship have been loaded onto the cart that you all brought with you. Um, Roughly another 50 yards back down the hill. You do notice though, Eladon and Elro here are uh, about 20 yards away from you approaching. Okay. Um, Yeah. Allowing the elves to to really um, take, take this moment in kind of give them a little bit of space. He's been kind of up in there too much in their space already. Um, He would very much like to make sure Gimli has his ax and um, when he's loaded on the cart, but also if he could, I'm sure there's feathers scattered across the uh, landscape. Mm-hmm. Can he begin to gather some up? Not we're not talking like plucking a chicken here, but like <laughs> um, ones that have have been discarded. Um, sure, straight ones mainly. Sure, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that requires any role. You uh, oh, okay. start gathering and collecting feathers as you're kind of uh, picking picking them up, heading back down towards the uh, towards the cart. Eladon and Elro here pass by you and go. Dwarf, is it the ranger? I mean, I'm unfamiliar with his his name, but he seems like a real big deal. I mean, I feel like you should go uh, talk to them. Very well. He, you, you kind of notice there's a little bit of an eye roll. Like, how does this dwarf not even know what's going on right now? Uh, you <laughs> continue to make your way, uh, gathering more uh, feathers. We'll cut back to the uh, the burial site of Aragorn. Halloweth, Tanel, Eladon, and Elro here both approach you. What news? Um, uh, I gesture to Tanel. Uh, oh, <laughs> and you'll see <laughs> Tanel was actually gesturing to Halloweth to explain. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> None of us want to break this news. Excellent. Um, uh, uh, Halloweth will step forward and says, here lies Aragorn. Um, it appears Arwen reached the site before we did, before we could, and uh, buried Aragorn before we could get here. Uh, as you can see, uh, Arwen and Aragorn have already given a child, uh, the heir of Gondor. I believe that's where Arwen is heading now. You watch as Eladon's eyes go wide. He is speechless. Elro here, however, looks down at the ground. Oh. Do I notice? Can I? Do I notice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> give me a. Give me a. What would this be? Give me an insight check. An insight. Okay. Uh, yeah. Easily, easily hit it. Um, Halloweth. Elro here knows something. Uh, Halloweth just kind of looks at him pointedly. Elro. She told me of the child that she now bears, the heir to the throne of Gondor. I said things I should not have. I grew angry. I regret my words. But there is nothing more that can be done. Here, at least. Is she heading to the White City? I know not. She did not tell me her plans after I became angry. Words were spoken that I wish had not been. I see. You watch as uh, Eladon looks over at Elro here. You knew 
and Elro here just silent, still looking down at the ground, ashamed. During this moment, uh, Beery with a kind of like a bundle of like, you know, burlap and feathers now, and he kind of ties it with a drawstring and, uh, <clears throat> all right, so uh, what did I miss? Oh, um, why the long faces? I mean, uh, we got to find her, right? Max, I'm sorry. This is just Don breaking character for a moment. <laughs> oh boy. Oh goodness. Elro here, still kind of looking down. Eladon still looking at his brother, looks over at you, Beery, and goes, we will not be doing anything, Master Dwarf. You and your compatriots will be escorting the bodies back to Rivendell. We are brothers. We know how to find her. Listen, um, yes, I know I'm new here, but you do not need to be talking to me in this tone. I could be a great resource here if you just cool you, cool it a little bit. You can be an excellent resource when you take the bodies back to Rivendell and leave our sister to us. Fine. And then uh, just kind of stomps his way to the cart and makes sure everything's kind of settled there. And uh, I believe we're all going to go and do this, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So just kind of getting the tack and everything ready to go. You head on back to the cart uh, to hang out with Gorge and just keep an eye <laughs> on the, uh, the Fellowship's bodies. As you walk away, Beery, uh, Eladon is going to look over at the, the two elves, the two of you, and go, you keep an eye on that one, will you? Uh, yes. Halleth's going to look slowly down at Barry and be like, of course. Very From well. the distance, gives like a... You <laughs> 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 feels the eye contact, you know? No, not even a smile from Halleth, just... <laughs> Lovely. Sunil oh. takes her leave just like a bit too early from that conversation too and joins Beery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thought she might do that. Yeah. All right. So, um, Halloweth, the two brothers kind of take a look at you as the other two leave and um, they've got their, their horses with them as well. Uh, they just kind of look at you and go, mm -hmm. be safe. We will send word as soon as we can. Just a traditional elven. Bounce yeah. back. All right. Um, and they ride off following the tracks that Tanel you found uh, just a moment ago uh, that seem to suggest that Arwen traveled south. Um, you all arrive back at this, uh, this cart where the, the bodies of the eight fellowship members are. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, Tanel walks up beside Beery and goes, you were right, by the way. They should um, like really, like this is like the first compliment from an elf he's ever had in his entire dwarven life. And I, I, uh, I, I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, not all elves can be this elven, can they? <laughs> One point for breaking the TM. <laughs> That's an extra six HP to the final loss. Yeah. <laughs> but 10, um, thank you. Thank you. No. 
it's, I, I mean, I don't know what else they expected us to do. I mean, I understand it's their father, but I doubt they'd do anything different. I mean, we did give him kind of a bit of a whooping, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, that's true. Maybe but, a little uh, bit of an apology, but not a big one. Yeah, but primarily my concern is, and he points to Gimli in the cart uh, with his axe kind of folded onto his chest, and I've got the terrible job to break the news to his father. Well, I don't envy you. Aye. But hey, I mean, we have uh, arable ale to make it a little bit easier. <laughs> Let's uh, get a move on, aye? Yes, yes, absolutely. Alaweth comes back as you two are wrapping up this conversation, and um, you guys take this cart heading north towards uh, Rivendell. Now, for the purposes of this long of a journey, it will probably take you roughly the same amount of time, about two, two and a half days uh, to make your way. But this is a right around the time I would like to introduce a brand new mechanic called Fellowship Points. So hey. if any of you would like to do anything on the first day of your journey alone, that would be fine. Let me know. However, we will get to the evening when you all make camp, set up watches, and um, you have the chance to have a conversation or however you would like to do so. In doing so, though, uh, sort of based on my own judgment, fellowship points can be earned, in this game at least, by building a connection with your teammates. So at the end of that evening, if I have really found like you have all connected in some way, and it doesn't have to be all three of you together. It can be two of you. It can just be like a, a special eye contact moment and you can kind of earn a fellowship point that way. A fellowship point is another party member is able to say, uh, I would like to add an extra D6 onto a skill roll for another person. It's like hope points, but you are inspiring another person. I'm so happy right now. Yes, I love <laughs> this. I love that, yeah. All right. Before we get into the campfire scenes, is there anything you would all like to do as you journey through Holland? Uh, Beery, would you like to look for, or would you like to look for any clues at the scene of the bodies? Ooh, yeah, he, he, he scrounged around for uh, the very large, magnificent feathers, and mm -hmm. he's got a bundle of those. Um, yeah, if he can see any rust, like reddish deposits in the rocks, any, yeah, any, any type of ore or precious materials, uh, that he might, I don't know, stumble right. upon. Sure, sure. Uh, Tanel, is there anything you would like to do? Um, I really think the only thing she would be worrying about is trying not to draw too much attention to the cart. Okay. Uh, so maybe just trying to find ways as we're traveling to either rearrange the blankets or even add like leaves and branches, just trying to... Sure, sure, sure. Halloweth. Can I try and scavenge for some either herbs or roots or things to make potential healing or something to be used as a potion for uh, I don't know, something that could be useful um, yeah. as i say he healing being one even like maybe an underwater like i don't know i know there's potions of breathing underwater that exists <laughs> um in in, in the affair in this world exactly but um I don't know. Is there anything around that? I'm going to start with healing potions. Sure, sure. Uh, all right. In that case, Tanel and Halloweth, give me a scan check. 
Beery, I'm going to let you choose on this one. You can make a craft check or an explore check or just a regular scan check as well. But you will roll that scan with advantage because you have your Orbor. Yes, Orbor. Uh, We're going to go craft. Let's do it. It's almost all of them. All right, tell me what you got. Um, oh, I definitely succeeded uh, for my target target number mm-hmm. um, and no crits. Okay, so you didn't roll any sixes in your D6s. Yes. Okay, so you succeed in your target number, Tanel. Yeah, I rolled a one on my D12. <laughs> so oh, so no. she is a no help. Okay. <laughs> the cart is now over. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just start you see one of the wheels yeah just start tipping over gandalf's staff is like glow it no i'm kidding no no (laughs) we have all their stuff secure the staff halloweth um i rolled a 13 beating my target number of 12 all right excellent so we'll play it out like this tinel Throughout the day, you really don't see much in terms of things that could make it uh, any less distinguishable than it already is. Maybe a few branches here or there, but it really wouldn't have helped too much. Uh, Halloweth, mm-hmm. on your first day of travel, you come upon a patch of what you would know as uh, Athalas or King's Foil. King's Foil. And what you can do there is you can take some of that and you know that in all of your healing skills, if you take the time enough, you can use that uh, to help uh, stop an injury, usually uh, one that is bleeding. So that would be something used after a battle. Okay. Well done. Theory. Do I have to take, oh. sorry, do I have to take time to uh, like to take some, uh, how much of time will I so, take? To so if you would like to brew a physical like potion potion, it would probably yeah. take a little bit of time. If you want to do like quick and dirty, you can gain some hit points back real quick just by sticking it in your mouth like Aragorn did and pushing it mm-hmm. into the, the, uh, the I think yeah. mechanically speaking, I'll just like let you gain a few extra hit points back. Okay. Um, but if you want to make like a potion potion that heals you more so, I'll absolutely let you do that, but it's going to take more time. That's fine. Okay, I think for now I might do that over the campfire. That might be what I do this evening. Sure. I'm just gathering, gathering the um, Athalas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to, to begin with. All right. Beery. Oh, and also I by one almost uh, doubled my target number. Just so you know that. Okay. Okay. With a so usually, usually if you pass the target number, you're fine and you succeed. And it's only if you hit sixes, but like, if you get really close to almost doubling, I'll absolutely uh, give you a little, little extra something for there. So let's say, let's say uh, over the course of the day, you are all doing your own thing, scanning the environment for various things. Um, Hallow, if you find a patch of Athalas and uh, later in the evening, Beery, you hear your boar gorge go, what you got you have you have something um kind of like un- unbridle him a little bit mm-hmm, behind mm-hmm. Some, some some weight you know kind of near sure. where the cart is to let him just like take off and i'm ready to sprint he takes off heading north <laughs> you follow shortly after him that's like that uh the little yakety sacks yes yes so you both make run probably about a hundred yards or so and you find 
in this you know area of grass what seems to be an outcropping of rock and within the rock there is a small hole where you find a smattering of what looks to be an iron deposit okay what oh. would you like to do as you oh find this iron deposit yeah, his hands are shaking because he's used to the iron mines of Erebor. Mm -hmm. This is this is like wild. This is untapped potential. So he's getting tools out. He, you know, he takes out his like his big kind of pick, his mm -hmm. like um uh, what is it called? Dang it. The Maddock. The Maddock. Yes. Um and start just mining big chunks and he's able to kind of load uh yeah, sprint, I would say maybe in the next hour if if the party can afford it. Um, just really chipping off big, generous chunks of, of uh, ore. I will say, as long as the other two party members are cool staying, that is totally fine. It's up to you guys. Yes. Yeah, I think Tanel would see how focused he is. And just be like, all right. <laughs> just like, just like intense hyper focus, like no blinking, <laughs> just eyes open, just working. Um, yeah, it <laughs> looks like Thomas. a mole. There's like dirt crap flying. <laughs> um, that, that just reminds me of Onua. If, if, yeah, if there's any Bionicle fans, that just reminds me of Onua. The yes, Bionicle, the, oh my the, the god, back. I know that's probably a, a throwback to some for some people. Yeah, I have um, not thought about Bionicles <laughs> in years. I used to love Bionicles, yeah. I, I, I was a big fan. Um, anyway, Onua was the earth. Bionicle that used to gotcha. just, like, had the claws that used to just when the day would fly back. He was great. Nice. Um, while this is going on, I think Halworth is going to be reluctant to just stay without doing something productive. Would um, you like to use this hour to try and and make yeah, your potion think, with the supplies think, you have on you? I think so. Maybe I think he might try and scout it. I know he's going to use this time to make the potion and then over the campfire. I think he's going to scout ahead a little bit because sure, feel like something. I think at the moment he's. He's very conscious that to keep his mind off the horror and tragedy that's just happened, he needs to be doing something constantly. The moment he sits down and just doesn't do anything, it's all going to kind of his, his mental state is going to come crushing in. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to um, yeah, yeah, cool. start, start by brewing now. Cool. Go ahead and uh, get started on that. We will say, um, Beery. You can go ahead and add what are what I'm just going to call um, three deposits of the ore. It's not necessarily like a weight, but you can use one each, and they're big enough chunks that you know you can. With the way you rolled, you could probably make a decent sized weapon out of this. Maybe the heft of an axe, maybe a pole arm, whatever you want to do okay. is sort of yours for the forging when you have the the sort of materials and time to do so. Beautiful. Um, um and, and while he's at it, sorry, I don't, I don't want to. Oh no, take go too ahead. Time. No, no, this um, is your first time crafting. As he's kind of burrowed himself into this like little secret chamber of himself, he would like to look around over his shoulders, make sure no elven eyes are intrusive upon him, and take out the little glass vial that he found outside of the forge yes. that he stole. And just finally be able to kind of now these feels alone, kind of give it a just give it a look. Beery, make a craft check for me. Gladly. Usually I would say an insight check, but this ooh, exciting. I'm okay, make... now I'm nervous. <laughs> Oh, 
Uh, it got my target number and also a six. Beery, the vial in your hand is liquid mithril. <laughs> what? Holy sh- No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You you hear an exclamation of dwarvish like some somewhere off in the distance um, mm-hmm. as he just proclaims his like shock and utter shock and awe of this thing, and then just kind of peeks up, and then peeks back down and uh, stores it stores it away and just kind of like is just swimming with ideas in how to use it. Oh my gosh! Okay, 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 okay. Beery. Just getting legendary items three plus three episodes in. This is great. This is great. I told you I had plans for everything. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. But I'm worried about what they're gonna say. stolen me through. Oh god. Nobody no nobody knows they it's weren't gone. Gonna, as far as you know. it's gone. That's okay. true. That's they weren't true. gonna use it. It's gonna That's be way better in Beery's hands. Be missed. As far as you can tell, no one's raised the alarm about it missing. It was in the bushes somewhere. Oh, oh my goodness. Just lying around. God. Elves <laughs> are very wasteful. <laughs> it would appear so. <laughs> um, but yeah, before too long, like with like a grin, like trying to hide his excitement in, in grin, he kind of like returns to everyone else and <clears throat> does his best to be grim, even though there's a, a, a cart full of he- dead heroes trying to hide his, <laughs> his utter excitement. You spend that hour digging for the iron, managing to get a few decent chunks of it into the cart as well, successfully identifying what was in that that vial that you're holding, keeping it to yourself for now. As the evening approaches, you realize you will have to make camp. You will not make it to Rivendell uh, today. It will take you at least another day. Um, It is at this point that we will enter our campfire scene. So if you would like to set up who is taking watches, how you all are doing shifts. The the evening is yours to converse or not converse, however you will. Well, I do. Yeah, I do think we need to set up uh, watches. Agreed. Um, I w- I'd like to finish brewing my Athelas uh, potion, so I'll mm-hmm. take first watch if it's okay with everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, please okay. do. Actually, um, I have some things swimming in my head uh, currently. Um, Actually, if you, need, if you need to relieve yourself, please go away from the cart. <laughs> let's, let's of course. Disrespect the fallen. I can see you squirming from here. You seem far too excited. The things that I might reveal later, but um, he just in, like walks up to. Like, uh, oh, we don't. Need, we don't need to know, please. Tinell. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Hi, uh, Tin. Yes. Can I- Borrow something from you. What? Don't ask any questions. I promise it's going to be great. Can I borrow four arrows and a dagger? I, I suppose. Trust, just trust me. Do you do you trust me? She just doesn't answer, but gives you the arrows and the dagger anyway. That's a, that, that's Perfect. A that's a yes, sights. but she doesn't want to admit it quite yet. <laughs> no, he sights down the arrows a little bit, and these will be perfect. Thank you very much. And thank just you. scampers away. And Sunel just kind of like looks at Halloweth for a second. 
and just starts and making her bed. <laughs> Hallett's eyes are just just narrow. And he goes, get some sleep. She just rolls her eyes and sets up her bedding. All right. Uh, Beery, what are you doing with these? Or would you like to play out what you are currently doing alone? Um, I, he, he'll, he'll craft on his watch. So he's probably just kind of unrolling his bedroll okay. and uh, scooching up next to Gorge. Um, you know, he's, he's little spoon. Beery Obviously. is. And Obviously. Uh, yeah, getting, uh, getting some shut eye until it's his turn to take watch. All right. Hallowith. Mm. You would like to spend this time brewing the potion? I would, please. All yes. right. Go ahead and give me... I'll let you choose on this one. You can make either a healing check or a okay. craft check on this I'm gonna one. Go with a, I'm going to go with a craft check for All this right. one. Because I'm crafting a healing. I haven't right. made any healing just yet. True. Okay. Oh, I don't hit my target number by two. Mm, okay. So you, after about an hour of work on this plant with the substances that you have on you, you get the sense that if you were in Rivendell, you might have access to more supplies. This will heal you, but it's probably not going to be for much. Okay. Okay. Um, you can just kind of take that... the, yeah, add that to your inventory. Go ahead and okay, just throw, cool. uh, just call it like Athalos potion or King's foil yeah. potion. Okay. If only you had a craftsperson in the party. Shucks. He wants to do. Yeah, he doesn't trust a dwarf to do it, even though he he absolutely should by now because he's not, no, no, no. Crafting's fine, but I want character development, baby. We're role oh, playing here, Zach. Absolutely, we gotta gotta go with what he would do. All right, so you are making your first watch, Zach. Go ahead and make a. Um, make an awareness check for me. Okay. Ooh, I have a lot of awareness. Oh yeah, I ooh, I easily beat the target number by okay. lots. <laughs> how how much do you beat it by? I beat it by six. Okay. Rolled an eighteen, and it is a and I have a target number of twelve. Got it. Hallowith, about an hour later into your watch, once you've made the potion, mm -hmm. you faintly hear something above you. Okay. Almost like a but it doesn't feel like anything you have, or rather, it doesn't sound like anything you have heard before. It sounds like a a flying thing but you you know the sound of birds this is this is something slightly different but as you hear it pass over you it's not low it's still very high up in the air but with your elf ears and your eyes you glance up and you see in the moonlight even though it's a little bit cloudy there is something traveling north that does not strike you as an eagle it is something different. Okay. Can I make it, a lore check to see if I know what it might yes, be? Yes, you, you may make a lore check. Okay. Oh, I got a six on one of the 
die. Does that mean anything? Uh, so that is an extra bonus. Did you hit your target number? Uh, hang on, let me just uh, maths. Okay. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. So hitting your target number, hitting a mm -hmm. six, that adds a little bit of a bonus. You think back on your time in Gondolin, having seen the machinations of Morgoth and watching Sauron be this secondary driving force in the second age and this looming presence thought defeated in the third. Mm -hmm. You don't know exactly what this could be, but you get an inkling that this may be some kind of work of Sauron flying okay. through the air. Okay. Hmm. Uh, the, the flying thing continues to travel north, does not pay you any mind. So your your watch continues without any uh, any other things. Who would you like to take the next watch? Who are you getting next? Um, I'll tap to know. Very well. I don't think he'd tap Siri just yet. He won't say anything, just a tap on the shoulder to wake, and then he settles down. Tanel hops up, and she's actually going to go sit like on the cart to keep watch. All right. Tanel, mm -hmm. you begin your portion of the watch. Before Halloweth goes to bed, do you want to speak to him at all, or are you just letting him go? Uh, she's just going to let him go to sleep. Um, she doesn't do much for her watch either but she's just like very attentive to sort of like almost uh militaristic in like north west east south like just pivoting the entire time okay yeah go Actually, ahead before, sorry, oh no go sorry, ahead Halloweth. before Halloweth goes to sleep he is just going mm -hmm. to just sit up and he he'll say um a winged creature of shadow headed north um not an hour ago. Uh, no problems, no confrontation, but something I saw. Thank you. And then he settles down. All right. And now it's northwest, north, east, south. <laughs> north in the upward direction yeah. of the understanding. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Um, Tanel, go ahead and give me a... What did I say? A scan check for you, Halloweth? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. So now go ahead and make a scan check for me. Oh, no, sorry. It was an awareness. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Give me oh, give me gotcha. an awareness check. All right. And we choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like 24. <laughs> My target <laughs> oh. number is 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Tanel, you, about another hour or so later into your watch, notice that with the Misty Mountains off onto your right, as you are on this cart looking around, the moon is such that you see something go across the shadow of the moon, flying high, very far away, but you do notice something flying uh, clearly over the Misty Mountains, not paying you any mind, but very far away in this case. She, how, is the fire dying down at this point? 
Uh, or if you would like to let it die down, you can. But I would say for the purposes, you would want to keep it up as you uh, as yeah. as the evening goes on and it gets colder. Okay, I was about to say I was like, oh, it is fall because she thinks for a second about tamping it down, but just lets it go out on its own. Okay. You spend the rest of your part of the watch with uh, no eventful things happening. Uh, she goes and gently wakes up Barry. Um, yeah, he's he's got you know kind of a mild snoring going on in kind of in sync with the pig. Um, kind of like snorts <laughs> uh, awake a little bit and uh, uh, oh, hi, Tin. Yes, uh, your turn, please. Right. Yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, anything uh, noteworthy for you to, uh, I don't know. Y yes. There was something that flew over when Halloweth was watching and when I was. Well, it, it flew over him, but it's, and she gestures off towards the mountains. It says, it was over there, but just keep an eye out in the sky. Oh my god. Okay. This is It didn't well, the, It didn't look like an eagle particularly. I mean, was it big? Yes. Something of shadow most likely. Perfect. Wonderful. This is great. Um thank you yes. for letting me know. Rest wake, well. Yes, of course. Wake us if you need us. Oh, don't you worry. I'll be, I'll be screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh, dear. Perfect. And <laughs> she just uh, goes to bed. <laughs> um, can I roll to see the content of my dreams right now? Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yes, you I may. Wanna, I um, see. Uh, I'm going to roll an Enhearten. I think that might be the closest to it. I'm not sure. Maybe Lore? So Enhearten... You can do that? So, so I, I Elf... Elf dreams are a mechanic that I am utilizing in this. It's yeah! not necessarily in the one ring. Um, I will say, you know, you can't like use them to see the future or anything, but you can no. certainly, yeah. I will say, um, roll, what do I want to have you roll here? Because it's not necessarily anything specific, I'm going to have you roll a D12. Tell me what okay. you get, just a normal D12. <laughs> oh, I got a Gandalf. Hey! Yes! All oh right. Well done, Zach. <laughs> He's All a right. dreamer. <laughs> Halloweth. Let me, let's, let's play it like this, all right? When you are falling asleep after you have given Tanel the watch, what are you thinking about? What's going through your mind? Um, I'm thinking about what comes next, how Elrond is for now incapacitated. Um, the fellowship is gone. There has to be a next step and I have to somehow protect my home at the same time. There's a lot on his plate right now. In addition to this, I think we're going to have to make a stop to Mirkwood to break the news to Th uh, Thranduil as well, because the Prince of Mirkwood is gone. <laughs> Um, so that's going to be on his mind as well. Basically not good. He's not having the greatest of times in his head right now. Mm -hmm. Um, he's going to be looking for answers. Maybe 
he'll return. He's thinking maybe he should return to Lorien and see if the same thing that happened to Elrond, the corruption happens to Galadriel. Mm. Uh, see how the state of Lorien looks right now. Um, if he can do anything to help, if Haldir is still there, you know, there's a lot, there's a sure. lot going on. Oh, sure, sure. So, Hallowith, let's you sleep, and elves really only need about four-ish hours of sleep. So, so your your sleep is still restful. You'll get all of the you know mechanical HP points back, but. As you lay down to sleep, your mind flooded with these thousands of thoughts going every which way, your own responsibilities to the Lady of the Wood, to Middle-earth itself. You see in your dreams, Gondolin at peace before the fall of the hidden city in the first age of Middle-earth. You see Tuor, you see Idril, you see festivities. And in an instant, you watch as the scene changes to that of flames. Tuor hauling a body up to the rafters, but not throwing him off yet. You watch Idril making her escape. You see the city on fire. The dream changes. You're in Lothlorien. It's peaceful. There are elves scattered about, singing, dancing. It's a festive time. The scene changes, and you see the lady. Lothlorien stands behind her, and you feel yourself in the dream. You're about 10 feet away from Galadriel, and you find yourself able to move in this portion of the dream. I approach the lady and I kneel, I bow. My lady, uh, are you well? What news of Lorien? The time has not yet come. And she's still standing there. She hasn't turned around to face you. She knows you are there. And there's a brief moment of silence. And she goes, My fears were correct. And yet, incorrect. And you feel yourself sort of floating out of your own body watching as you rise above, you see your body still kneeling in Galadriel's. You get higher and higher and higher and higher until you are above the clouds in the sky. As you continue to rise, you watch as underneath you, a bird flies through Lothlorien. And the dream fades. Do I know what bird it is? You don't. Oh, good. Right, Beery. Right. <laughs> okay. Beery, go ahead and uh, let's do your part of the watch now. Go ahead and make Oof. an awareness check for me. Yeah, oh, gladly. Um, 
Yeah, so he's he, he's going to try and do a little bit of act, activities, but let me let me get this awareness out first. <gasps> I need it. So he's not proficient and he has no, he has, he has not a much, much awareness, uh, but I Gandalfed. <laughs> All right. So theory, <clears throat> you spend the first few hours of your watch aware that there are flying things about looking every which way gorge really paramount like sorry very paranoid just looking up the entire time as he's uh sharpening something on a whetstone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. while you are doing this are you doing anything with the arrows and the dagger yes if if, uh, which would you rather first you you have the time to uh use the crafting during this part of the watch beautiful um from his pack almost like a fanny pack like uh kind of very much like data from mm-hmm. goonies like undoes a little pack and it has like a spool of thread and he pulls it out and uh with this very fine thread he takes two very like arrows lines up their notches and delicately threads two uh two sets together so that when knocked uh it's two arrows but it's it acts as one and then uh hopefully if he crafts this correctly the force of the bow snapping uh, will dislodge the, uh, the, the string and um, fire two arrows at once. Okay. Y- Just, make... He's running some tests. He's running some yeah. tests. Yeah, make a, make a crafting check for me. You got it. Oh, okay. So I hit my target number. But one of them got the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, okay. So oh. the Eye of Sauron, which I believe this is the first time a player has rolled that. Dang the it. Eye, the Eye of Sauron, yeah. unfortunately, means an instant failure. So oh. you you find that the the way you are trying to do this, you know you can probably make it work. It's, it's just not coming to you right now. Damn it. Um, all right. Um, he spools, everything's precious. He spools all that thread back up into mm-hmm. his, mm-hmm. his spool and puts it away and uh, tosses the arrows off to the side, but then really goes to town trying to put a razor sharp, keen edge on Tenel's dagger. All right. You spend your time sharpening the dagger. Uh, as you continue to do this, um, you notice a noise coming from the cart. Oh, oh, oh dear. Um, yeah, just like stiffens up and just slowly turns towards the cart, instantly getting the spooks for sure. Um, what are you doing? Uh, well, he was sharpening a dagger, so now he's holding it and the whetstone's in the other hand and he's just going to slowly approach the tarp and just with the dagger kind of like peek underneath it. As you peek underneath it, you don't see anything moving. But there is a, there is a, what seems to be consistent exhale coming from the cart. Don't do this to me, Don. <laughs> um, looks, looks at Gorge, which is probably also kind of like poised and ready. What do you think it is? Um, could he roll to know that this is normal? He's not been around m- many dead things. Is this a normal thing? Yeah, got gases. Make make an insight check. Oh my god! Insight. 
the for our you insight weird oh he's not good at that <laughs> all right you you have no idea what is happening here um he's going to rip rip the cover off real quick and like take a step back <gasps> any movement there is a little bit of movement Aww. you see gandalf's body start to rise oh my and God. his neck comes up and the elves closed all of the fellowship's eyes but the eyes snap open they are completely black and gandalf's head tilts and goes you again Oh, come on. Oh, oh my god! Okay, okay. He I need everybody to oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know what? He panics. Fair. No, go ahead. Uh make make a strength roll for me. Roll oh roll god. with the He's not good at blade like bladed things. You you have you have no how you right you don't have any proficiency in swords? No, no, he, he's a he's a blunt guy. <laughs> make a roll then. Oh my god. It really, it really shook his nerves. I rolled a two. The dagger goes flying over Gandalf seemingly's head. You watch as the body starts kind of convulsing, trying to pick itself up and hoist itself so that it is at least leaning up, sitting up in the cart. And you watch it grunt. <clears throat> Elves! Elves, wake up! <laughs> and he th now throws the whetstone and he's grabbing <laughs> his stuff. <laughs> Elves, what are you doing in this moment? Immediately waking up. Waking up. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> bolt upright. Yeah. All right. He called for elves. He called for elves. I am elves. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm awake. I'm <laughs> oh my god. Beery, as you are running towards the elves, they quick jump up. You watch as this body is just like jerkily trying to force itself into this movement. It quick stumbles off of the cart, tries to stand itself up almost like in Age of Ultron where he's like not quite able to learn how to be that human and walk normally, but it's damaged. The body is contorted in all of these ways as oh. it would be if you were to fall 30,000 feet or however oh. high the eagles were flying. <laughs> the black eyes though you see in the moonlight remind you of a very certain elf that you fought not too long ago mm -hmm. and Gandalf's left elf. hand he is glowing oh he's glowing yeah the ring i the knew ring. it the ring of fire dang it this earlier when you were like oh yeah we have all their stuff i was like does Gandalf have a ring well that's what i said i thought we would oh no we are fools we are utter fools i need all three of you to choose your stances ah. Ah. Oh God, Rearward. what do I have? Rearward, rearward. Rearward, all right. Rearward. So, Hallowith, you quick draw your bow. Yeah. Beery, where all are right. you? Um, uh, He's gonna scramble uh, towards where his like pack and stuff is. Mm -hmm. He's gonna grab his shield and his hammer. Okay, so I'll say you can pick up your stuff, but you are gonna have to use your movement to get into a stance next turn. Tanel, what are Perfect. you doing? Uh, rearward, because all I have is a bow now. <laughs> The dagger okay. is 
Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 combat, just, just, just go punch him in but the face. But hey, it's I'm sharp thinking as hell. It. <laughs> I'm thinking it's yes. Right. So, having watched this creature that used to be Gandalf uh, skulk towards you, the two elves see Beery run past it. Uh, you two grab his pack. Meanwhile, you hear that same voice come out of Gandalf's mouth. You three again. Who are you? Ah! And lets out this shriek and starts charging at you, Tanel. He's gonna go ahead and make an unarmed attack against you. Oh, I'm killing this guy. <laughs> well, he's already dead. I know. He's Hopefully gonna he get no even magic. deader. <laughs> Right. So that is six. That is six <clears> four <throat> two. Your parry score is what, Tanel? Uh oh, my parry is nineteen. A nineteen. This uncoordinated, <laughs> shambling mess of what used to be Gandalf the Great takes this swipe at you, almost as if he was thinking that the hands were talons and just misses completely, oh. not hitting the length. Uh, rearward, that would be Tanel. You are up yeah. now. Great. Um, okay. Okay, I'm gonna ask if I can try something. Go and ahead. It might have to be uh, changing my stance. Okay. But Tanel kind of wants to pin him and pin the arm with the ring on it. Just like down on the ground. Okay, okay. So that would be your main action. This yeah. would be a contested athletics check. You gotcha. would have advantage. Okay, cool. So so two d12 and however many d6 you have. Okay, and in, just take the higher. How come, how come the advantage, sir? Um, so this is a dead body being possessed by a spirit of evil. Yeah, and okay. doesn't know wondering. how to operate a dead body. Doesn't know how to body. Yeah, I mean, you know, Gandalf's body That's was that. not doing so great beforehand. All right, so Tanel. Yeah. Okay, oh, so two D12, take the higher of the two. Yes. Come on, baby. I got a Gandalf. Yes! <laughs> Tanel. You Gandalf, Gandalf. Hold on, let me just, <laughs> let me just, let me just. <laughs> Take a, yes, take a picture. And then when this finally gets released, tweet oh out God. about it when we're doing the live stream <laughs> yes. on Twitch. Twitch folks, go follow Tori on Twitter right now. <laughs> you just oh. Gandalfed Gandalf. Just like just like a cat. She just grabs his arm and pins it straight down onto the ground. Like you do puts it. her knee in his chest. <laughs> you take this, after he takes a swipe at you, he seems a little bit off balance. You have no problem just almost like uh, 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 martial arts style, pinning him to the ground. His full body is like, you can put your full <laughs> weight on this body. And oh he lets out this screech, not expecting it. Halloweth, you are still technically in the rearward, but you can, I'll, I'll say that because <laughs> he is pinned, if you would like to do something else besides shoot your bow, you absolutely can. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come up and uh, I'm gonna, Cut. I'm gonna just stab off the the. Actually, he's dead, isn't he? 
Is how mangled is this hand with the ring on it? There are many bones broken in this wizard. Oh, good. Oh, body. God, this you is know terrible. What? This, this is going to be a habit. Maybe I'll make a theme of it. I'm going to cut off the hand. Oh, my yeah. God. That's two. That's, that's two. That's, Let's... that's two hands. Maybe I'll just make, make like a collection of hands. Well, no one picked up Elrond. What's thing? He cuts off hands. He's, he's a, kind of a weird elf. Okay. <laughs> All right. So At um, least he's handy. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm Max. sorry. I had to do it. Oh. I had to do it. <laughs> Max, oh boy. you actually, you have your bow drawn, but I will say because this thing is pinned, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway. Yeah. You, Hallowith, you watched Chanel perform this incredible feat of acrobatics. It kind of impresses oh, yeah. you at a moment. I am. Acting very quickly, you, you know, put the bow down, draw your sword, and just quick as you need to, Cut off Gandalf's hand. It's gonna at this point, I think the first one with Elrond, he was like two-handed. Yeah, this one is gonna be much more dismissive. He's is just done with the negative tragedies that keep befalling us. One single step forward, one-handed. The hand mm-hmm. falls away. Tanel, you are up close in this Gandalf zombie's face. The breath you hear. And it fades and stops as if he was trying to yell, but couldn't. The eyes, however, do not change back to their normal state. They still remain completely black, but the body goes limp. Beery. <laughs> Grabbing your pack, you quick turn around to see. Charging up with his shield ready to go. <laughs> Bye, Durin! Uh, oh. <laughs> well done, elves. Uh, that was uh, some magnificent work. Nice knife throwing. I, I, if, you, if, you, if you saw what I saw, if you were there, you would, I mean, I, I fear checking my trousers, but um, that Hallowith, was... Hallowith, hang on, hang on. Hallowith, you were... You, <laughs> I'm gonna retcon something. You were asleep when he threw the knife. You wouldn't know oh, he threw the knife. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's true. Absolutely right. Let's roll that insult back and maybe start, you know, building each other up. All right. So, Mary, what would you like to say now that you see this body on the ground with the hand completely gone? Okay. Moving forward, is there any more of these freaking rings I need to know about? Not with us. And okay, by the good. way, just like kind of locked in on the eyes of the just the black eyes. Like she's still holding him down and just not moving. Mm-hmm. And just kind of just looks like she's locked into the scene almost. All right. You all watch as Tanel, hyper-focused on this body, does not move. The hand with the ring lies just a, a few inches from the body, what are you all doing? Still uh, locked in. I'm going I, to- I, uh, I, I dropped something over here and he's gonna go and uh, pick the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> you go pick up the dagger, uh, no problem. Okay. How was gonna look and go, how did that get there? Um, returns and uh, uh, here we are. Um, you must have dropped this and, and hands it to uh, to Nell. And uh, but luckily, it's sharp as a razor. 
Good. Can someone close his eyes, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Reaches down and just... <laughs> That's the sound effect I'm using from now on anytime you close a dead person's eyes. Well, you know, it's just it was a really, really fast one. Uh, he doesn't know who this is. He doesn't realize that this is all our childhood hero. <laughs> That's, that's very true. Right. So this this body lays in front of you. What would you all like to do? Uh, can you um, actually? I, f- I feel like I got it. And uh, can I just roll them over? Oh. Chanel just like very gingerly gets, like she's terrified that it's going to start moving again. Beery. I think that's a possibility. Do you think? Gets away from it and steps it back and like, I mean, looks to the rest of the cart. This is weird. I don't, I don't like it. Know. Well, they don't. There's no other rings that. Fury would like to look up and search the sky. Okay, yeah, go ahead and uh, make an awareness check for me. Can I do a scan? I'll let you do a scan on this. Oh, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I hope I'm not. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Because you're 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 looking. You're looking for anything in the sky. You're not trying to be aware of something specific. Yeah, success, finally. Success. The skies are clear. I think we're good. Yeah. I think I think we're all right. Okay. Tell I mean, us. is all right is the dead rising from our car. Right. Where's the ring? Where's his hand? There. The hand is next to the body. The ring is still on the hand. We should take this back to Elrond's Rivendell and put it with the other, with Elrond's. Yes. We don't want Um, us falling into the wrong hands. This might be an odd thing to say, but I don't think we should remove the ring from his hand. Regrettably, I believe you're right. But what if it crawls around and all of a sudden while we're sleeping, like, ah, gets us. Does anyone have a bag? Oh, I got plenty. Um, all right. Scuttles over to um, uh, Gorge's kind of little, little his little travel pack, pulls out uh, in a section of burlap and uh, gives Tanella a selection. She just takes one and like turns it inside out and like puts it like, over her. Like a poop bag? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like a poop, like a poop bag. bag. <laughs> the only thing I can think of, that's picking up. She's like, "We just oh, thank you." Bag Gandalf's hand. Yes, yes, oh. I did, and I regret nothing. Oh my goodness! I am so glad I called this the unpredicted party because <laughs> I did not predict that. No, nope. <laughs> All right, you you gingerly it. pick up the hand, put it in the bag. The hand does not move. The bag doesn't twitch at all beery are you putting the cart or are you putting gandalf's body back into the cart yeah he's pretty strong he's got a little center of gravity so he's gonna try and like get gandalf over his shoulder Mm -hmm. drag him down and give him a flop into the cart gandalf's a big dude but beery's pretty strong beery beery is strong i'll uh i'll say you you kind of struggle a little bit just given your your size but you you managed to to get it no problem all right um as this is happening, the sun begins to rise, and you uh, can see the day is ahead of you. Oh, would you like to? Better. Would you like to start making your way to Rivendell? 
Before before uh, the tarp goes back over Gandalf, does he have anything noticeable like on his person that seems useful? Give me a... He's trying to keep this a secret from the rest of the party. Okay, okay. So you're going to need to make two rolls for me. Oh, you're going to you're going to need to make a uh, a stealth check. You know what? Make make the stealth check first, and then we'll see. <laughs> oh, goody! I need a Gandalf on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. Nope. Uh, it's the it's the opposite one. <clears throat> the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. You trip on your way uh, to try and get back to Gandalf's body to uh, sneak and realize probably not a good idea to um, mm. to do that and saunter. Yep, just uh, nothing to say here and uh, covers the, 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 the corpse with, his, with the tarp, finds his whetstone, kind of puts themselves back together after this fright. All right. You uh, put the body back and continue on your second day in the journey towards Rivendell. Um, in the interest of time, if, if there is anything you all would like to do before you get to Rivendell, you can. However, uh, for the purposes of this, I'll just say you can make it to Rivendell, no problem otherwise. Is there anything you'd like to do? Does, I'm all good. Real quick, mm-hmm. does Tanel know that Caladriel uh, has a ring? Would she know that? I'm trying not to like no, no. game here. No, 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 no. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll let the dice decide. Go ahead and give, right. me, give me a lore check. And if you beat your target number, tell me how much you beat your target number okay. by. I better beat my target number. Come on. Come on, Tanel. Yes. 16, I beat it by five. I will say for the purposes of this, you are aware that there is a very good chance that Galadriel has an elven ring, given that the rings are said to slow the passage of time and make all things in nature beautiful and wonderful. Given your long history and age, yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're you've never seen it on her hand, but you're okay. almost positive that she has a ring. Gotcha. Okay. Then at some point in the travel, Tanel is just very quietly to Halloweth going to say, "There's one in Lorien." Indeed. And that's really all she says. And she just, again, kind of like when she was locked in, is just staring. And it just seems not there, almost. Halloweth, do you say anything else to her? Um, I think he's going to... Yeah, he says, uh, we should check on our homeland. I think, unless we are required to do anything else hopefully the council at rivendell will advise us further but i fear for our lady and our home as do i again just Mm -hmm. sort of staring straight forward give yourself one fellowship point yes (laughs) i wasn't even going for that or just the others (laughs) right now the fellowship points are a pool of collected points. However, since it was just the two of you, I will say, Beery, you can't use this specific fellowship point. If we get okay. to a point where all three of you have that connection, you'll be able to use it. But if someone calls it out before you get another one, it'll only be the elves. Perfect. Okay. 
you all spend the next day traveling to Lothlorien and you arrive back in, or excuse me, hang on, let me try that again. I mean, no, 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 (laughs) no. Just real quick, we're going to check on something. (laughs) Stay here, God the car, we'll be right back. (laughs) The... (laughs) You all spend the next day traveling to Rivendell. The horses bring the cart up over the hill, down into the valley. And as you look down upon the valley, the waterfall, the house, you see that it looks a little bit like an ant colony. There are elves moving this way and that across the bridge, um, through the house, uh, and, and just through the buildings. You also see a number of elves that seem to be leaving the opposite direction outside of the other side of the valley. There's two entrances to Rivendell, one that you came through and on the opposite side where the waterfall is. There are a number of elves, probably like 10 to 12 from where you're at, you can see leaving on the opposite side. You make your way down uh, to the ravine. And as you make your way to the entrance you came in all those days ago, Theory, you recognize a sound coming from outside of the house. It is a dwarven dirge. And in a moment, you see Gloin and the rest of the dwarves that were in the caravan with you. And it just repeats over and over again. Loin comes up to you and goes, Is his body well? Aye. Um. You see he nods, and whispers the dwarven swear under his breath. He looks up at you again, wipes a tear away. He died fighting, yes. Um, also, Kazdul uh, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. places a, you know, just a firm hand on his shoulder, you know, uh, trying to do anything he can to ease the blow of, of all of this with his new friend, Gloin, and um, pretty much says uh, he wouldn't have it any other way. Barry, give me an insight check. Uh, it is not my target number. What did you roll? Uh, nine. Nine. I have, I have to hit a 16. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you watch as you say this to Gloin, and you're not quite sure how to read his emotions, but you do notice there seem to be chunks or patches of Gloin's beard missing. And he is going to step behind you, past Halloweth and Tanel, go up to the cart, pull the uh, drapery away, and you just watch silent tears fall down his face. The other dwarves come around him, still humming this dirge. Halloweth, Tanel, you're not entirely sure what it is, but it seems to be some sort of, you know, ritual for the dwarves. Um, Beery 
instantly falls into the regiment and uh, down. This goes on for another minute or two. All the dwarves, you know, tears down their eyes. They raise a hand to the sky, hammers lifted as well, and bring them down slowly. Glances at you two elves. With your permission, I would like to take my son's body home. Of course. And he gestures, and he says, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Turns around, doesn't say anything else, gets the body, gets a hold of it. The rest of the dwarves, they've just formed like this chain. There's a good six or seven. As you are um, still waiting there, watching it go off, another elf approaches you, um, saying, you have arrived. Good. There are many requests for your presence. We will take care of the bodies, the dwarf. Thank you. And he starts walking out towards the, uh, towards the bodies, kind of uh, looks down and goes, does the math in his head. There are only seven. Uh, it was. It appears. Sorry, I need to just to know. It, it was best not to move one of them. We took as many as we could. There's a moment of realization as this elf puts two and two together because he's sort of realizing it. Where are Elrond's children? They have pursued their sister to the south. And why would Arwen Undomiel travel south? I think he's going to take a, a moment to realize that this is clearly something that Arwen has chosen for herself and does not wish to involve the rest of... This is almost a family matter, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so... I think he's going to just look down and back up. Um, I do not know. Her business is her own. Make a... Make a persuasion check for me, Halloweth. Okay. Ooh. Um, I miss my target number by two. All right. You watch this elf turn the words over in his mind and go, very well, at the very least, when Lord Elrond awakes again, we will inform him that his children have seemingly gone and walks off and uh, gestures to a couple of elves over on the uh, other side of the steps and they start unloading the uh, rest of the bodies. But there's some, there's some animosity going on here. Um, Understandable. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, as you are uh, watching the elves take the bodies away, the elf 
kind of casually, almost callously says, uh, your presence was requested by Lord Glorfindel. When you have a moment, see him. Thank you. Awesome. Janelle just like turns heel and starts walking. Are you headed straight towards Glorfindel? Yep. All right. Hallowith, Beery, are you following or would you like to do your own thing? Um, no, I'll, I'll follow Janelle. I assume that I'm also requested for Glorfindel, so I'll follow. <laughs> yeah, right now Beery is uh, torn between joining the dwarves, his travel companions in these funeral arrangements or being swept up in these people that he's now that fate has bundled him with um kind of like pulls off to the side with uh Tinel a little bit and hey Ting is this like something I'll be welcome with I would think so oh good I'll come Tinel <laughs> fully expected to explain herself and just goes I just starts walking. <laughs> Very follows right behind. <laughs> All right. The three of you traveling through Rivendell um, start asking around, trying to see where uh, Glorfindel is. And um, folks are telling you that he is sort of in the chamber where Elrond spent most of his time in the study, having seemingly, you get the sense, having talked to these few people trying to find him, he's kind of taken over as the uh, pseudo leader as he said he would uh, when you went to go recover the bodies. Mm -hmm. um, as you walk up the steps to the balcony where uh, his study is, you hear a kind of almost murmuring, not whispering, but someone muttering to themselves as you uh, approach. Uh, I need all of you to go ahead and make a awareness check for me. Oh, goody. Two. Two? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <clears throat> I rolled another 12. Another can't help on the die. My goodness. This on fire. This girl's on fire right now. Wow. Oh, my um, God. I, I I hit mine exactly. I, I, got a, I got 12 combined, which is perfect number. Hallowith. Tanel, you two with your elf ears, this is so thematically perfect, you two with your <clears throat> elf ears hear muttering, growing louder and louder after all. Why, why not? Am I not more powerful than he is? Older, wiser, and my mind is sharp. I could have mastery over it. I could end this right now. No. Wait, wait. As you approach with Glorfindel's back to you, you see him with his hand on his forehead, pacing back and forth, still not able to see you. Glorfindel, my lord. He quickly snaps to attention, quick turns around. You have returned. Excellent. I have need of you, but... Tell me of your journey, please. Uh, we have recovered um, the Fallen Fellowship. Uh, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, was already laid to rest. While on our journey back, um, 
Mithranders. Body uh, was also possessed by shadow, as Elrond's was. We have disposed of the troublesome. Show me the ring. It. Show me the ring. Now. Reluctantly, I guess, mm. Halworth gestures for the bag, but doesn't give it to him. To now. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's on me. Tanel has kind of like positioned her body so it's a little bit away from him guarding it. She's going to take the bag and keep it on her and open it and pull the hand out. And but she's she's keeping it on her. She's not moving forward to him at all. Glorfindel holds out his hand. Uh, Beery would like to step forward, kind of feeling the electricity, the intention in the air, um, and just kind of, you know imagine like where the sack is open is kind of where shul- uh, Beery's shoulder is, and just kind mm-hmm. of like pivot and turn and kind of fold his arms in front of it, just gaining a little, or just offering a bit of aid of suspicion. Are you well, good sir? I am, but. It is a strange fate that we should suffer so much fear and doubt for so small a thing. We must keep it safe. And Rivendell is the safest place in Middle-earth right now. Please, hold out his hand again. I insight check him a little bit. Do it. Tanel is, is very worried that he is very off. Right, I don't think God. we need a high score. For, I don't think <laughs> I do either. I am, I am. She's already like. <clears throat> 16. I beat my target number by one. Give me God. an awareness. Give me another awareness check for me, please. Oh boy. Okay. Oof, that's not good. 12, mm, missed it by two. Okay. Um, you watch as brings his hand down. I see. Very well. You must understand, Gwaihir knows where these rings are. If we keep them all in one place, I don't believe this is the safest city. And where else shall we keep them, young one? I do not know. But I ask you to be careful. That's all I ask. Make a persuasion check. Persuade? Persuasion. Yes. Nope. Eight. You watch as Glorfindel, hand still down, goes, Child, I will not take this ring from you by force, but surely you must see. We are the last line of defense. Many here 
have left since you departed. The Grey Havens await them. We are all that stands between this world and utter ruin. All right, and now what would you do with them? Theory, make an insight check. Uh, not good at that. Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Glorfinda looks at you and goes, We would keep them safe here in Rivendell, where the elves belong. I mean, very well. The stronghold of Erebor the, in the vaults possibly might uh, you know, suit well to uh, keep these in shadow. Glorfindel takes three steps closer to you. You dwarves had your rings. Where are they now? Uh, actually, can uh, Beery roll history check to, or like a Beery, you would you lore? would know you would know from history. Would know, I, okay. You wouldn't need to roll for this. The Two. dwarven rings are yeah. Four of them have been destroyed by Dragonfire, and three of them are captured by Sauron. Right. I wasn't sure if Beery knew his history that well. Um, <laughs> Hang on, Hallowith, did you just give a thumbs up <laughs> for the dwarven rings being destroyed? <laughs> Did you? Oh, you're lucky I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on TikTok. How dare That's you? That's a clip. <gasps> it, it's it's oh, funny. My... <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> um, kind of rubs the back of his neck and all right. Yeah, fine. You have a point. Um, looks up to Tanel to see how she wants to proceed with this. Now looks at Halloween. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween steps forward and he places a hand on Glorfindel's chest and sort of whispers in his ear. Friend, you are not yourself. These rings are dark and they are powerful. Please. He whispers to you in Elvish. So much will be lost. And so much saved. Hallowith, make a persuasion check with advantage and then give me an awareness check. Come on, Hallowith. Come on, come on. Awareness, okay. Oh yeah, um, okay, I beat it by... Yes. I've also got, I've also got a six. Well okay. Yes. Um, Perfect. And I rolled a I beat it by 10. <laughs> Is that for that's for your persuasion check? Uh that's for the uh yes, that's oh no, sorry, that's uh, awareness. I rolled awareness first. Okay. Cool. Okay, yeah. So so roll roll your Yeah, yeah. Yeah, roll persuasion. your persuasion. Yeah, roll your persuasion check, check now. Okay. Come on. I well no. 
Halloweth, beating the persuasion check. Did you roll with advantage on the persuasion check? Oh, I did not. No. Roll oh, with persuasion. Oh. Yep. Up. Okay. Yes. I beat it by three. Yes. And then the awareness I beat by 10. Perfect. Jesus. Halloweth, you being so close to Glorfindel, you are actually able to see his back. Right? He is, he's like his, his, you're, you're close enough to him. You're literally face to face, but off to the side. You feel his body start to slump. And as it does, his other hand, which he's been keeping at his side the whole time, you notice that the elven ring is in his hand. But he takes a step back, holds it up. Glances at it, looks at you, Halloweth, and says, And I suppose we'll need to be the ones to destroy it then. Indeed we must. There's nobody else. Looks back down at it. Hands it to you, Halloweth. Drops it into your hand. Forgive me. <clears throat> right. I have need of the three of you. There is work to be done. And he quick walks over as if the whole thing is completely done and over with, and you are now all getting down to business. He sits down at the desk that you probably feel like is Elrond's, and he is just sort of sitting there. He doesn't quite fit as comfortably in the chair as you think he might, just based on body language. Uh, you all sort of make your way over. And he goes, <clears throat> right. As I have mentioned, many of the elves have chosen the straight road. They make for Lindon and the Grey Havens. They will head to the Undying Lands in a number of weeks. There, I have asked them to Plead with the Valar. Looks over at you, Barry. What do you know of the gods, dwarf? Uh, well, not much of a religious dwarf. I like to um, have faith in things more tangible, and he kind of like pats his hammer and his tools and things like that. He, glances, da things. he glances down at you and goes, Oh, I assure you. You may not be religious, but your maker is very tangible. The Valar are the lesser gods, and your maker is one of them. Aule, he is one of many, and they may be our only hope, or they may be no hope at all. But do not trust to hope, any of you. As I said, I have need of you. I am sending scouts out. I realize, looking at the two of you elves, I realize you must be eager to get back to the Thlorian. However, my scouts already have a four day journey ahead of you. They make for the high passes to see what they may see. And if the road is clear, I will allow you to travel. In the meantime, I would, and he pauses for a moment. And after everything that just transpired over the last few minutes, he goes, I would request 
your help. Please. Of course. Um, we would like to help as much as you need us, I'm sure. And he looks at Tanel because he doesn't speak for the both of them. Yes, of course. This is due. Will the dwarf, forgive me, uh, Master uh, Beery, was it? Beery, yeah, yeah. First of all, I request a drink. We've been through hell and back, but of course, I came here for adventure and I uh, might have found a little bit more than I was uh, anticipating. Yes, I will do this. Very well. But drinks first. Glorfindel gets up out of the chair behind him, goes to the bookshelf, pulls out a very small bottle and pours out a little bit for the three of you, looks at the rest of it and says, I'll be right back. Gets up and leaves and he is gone. Um, holding his like probably thin little elven, you know, flute of a, of a glass and turns to the others and, well, um, this has been a couple of days, hasn't it? Yes. To say the least. What is um, with these rings? Speaking of which, and he just holds up the elven ring and he looks at Tanel and he says, uh, may I? She hands him the bag. <laughs> and he, he puts the ring on another one of the fingers. <laughs> And then puts it back in the bag. We are not infinity gauntleting <laughs> the elven rings of power. Yes, we are. On a yes. severed hand. That's what Halworth does. It's oh, a safe, God. Safe, the broken hand of Gandalf. Things. Oh my God. When I started writing this campaign four <laughs> months ago, if you had told me that you people were going to do this kind of stuff, well done. I'm so proud of you. I'm, but I am the disappointed yet so proud father. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, After a minute. Are there any like flowers in the gardens around here? Yeah, plenty of flowers. Oh, yeah. He's going to start, he's actually going to take a little tiny sip as he walks around and start pucking some flowers and start packing in the bag because you know that thing's going to stink eventually. Mm -hmm. Fair. You know, that's a little fair. bit of that's potpourri going point. on. Wash, maybe wash yeah. the hand. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, hmm. Yeah, in lemon juice and salt. <laughs> 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 Cure oh the hand. Let's yeah. <laughs> pickle it. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> oh my God. Right. So you guys spend the next uh, minute or two picking flowers, throwing them in the bag that has Gandalf's hand. And on the hand are two of the three elven rings of power. Um, and Glorfindel comes back uh, with his own glass and three uh, flasks and hands one of them to each of you. He goes, this you can use on your journey. It is from my own private stock. It is Miravor. Oh. Mirror what? Uh, he glances uh, down at you, uh, Beery, and goes, my apologies, dwarf. Uh, it is an elven concoction that is said to lift the spirits when things seem dire. 
I knew I liked you. Thank you very much. Is we're gonna put this to great use, like right now, or now? Now we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah. He raises the glass and says, "Let's find out how dwarves react." And downs it. And the three of you, are you, you drinking it? Down the hatch. Oh, All yeah, right. absolutely. Great. We just uh, lost a dwarf. He's sad. You <laughs> each gain six temporary hit points. Whoa! So, okay. Okay. mechanically oh, yeah. speaking, we'll go over this after the show to add it to your inventory and all, but mechanically speaking, this is Miravor. Much like Lembus, one small bite, this is one small sip, and it is enough to gain one uh, D6 of hit points. Uh, you will need to roll if you are in battle. However, if you are out of battle, it will heal you six. Now, nice. you can't overload on it because it is going to uh, lose its potency. Six temporary hit points. You're all ready to go. He looks to the others and like, oh, <laughs> I, f- I feel much better already. This is this is great. Wow. It's very good. Excellent. Very well. We have work to do. I request that the three of you help me. I fear an old nemesis of mine may like his new master far better if he is let off the leash. Travel north. See what you can find for news of Angmar. Seek out the rangers of the north. At the very least, I would ask you to deliver the news of the fall of their captain. Please. When you first arrived, I was... not at peace. And I fear I may have neglected to mention news. While you were away, Lord Elwand awoke only for a moment. He is still unwell, but he seems to be improving. Halloweth, he asked for you specifically. He wanted to thank you. And glancing off to the side, you all notice that there is a weapon rack off to the side. Glorfindel pulls a spear out of this and says, the Lord Elrond is thankful for what you did to him, Hallowith. This is Aegloss, the spear of Gilgalad. Use it well. I, I will. How about pretty much speechless as is Zach? So, um, <laughs> nice. He, he glances at you, Tanel, and goes, You will find a new breastplate and armor to your liking, crafted in the armory whenever you need it. Pick it up before the end of your journey, and you, dwarf. Beery. Make an awareness check for me. Oh, my. <clears throat> but there's nothing in that black bag for me. Okay. Uh, exactly my target number. All right. Beery, out of the corner of your eye, as Glorfindel is talking to you, you notice that there is a wooden, small, um, some sort of container. And in that container sit vials of white liquid. You also notice that there is one little hole within that wooden part missing. (laughs) The 
Elf Glorfinda looks at you and goes, Dwarf, you may keep what you have found, but know that the blacksmith knows, and I know. Put it to good use, eh? Yeah, I, of course. And he grabs the, uh, the container and looks at it, and I, um, I, I am... I, I don't have uh, words to explain my, gra- my gratitude. Um, thank you very much. Glorfindel reaches out, pulls the rack of the Eleven away, and says, you may keep the one oh, that you have. Um, I see. Uh, very well. Uh, perfect. I'll put it to amazing use. Very well. But if, if, but if, if, um, if you can ever you know, part with one more, I mean, uh, I can even put more to use, uh, you know. Um... Make a persuasion check for yeah, me, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, never... actually, you only ask for one. Make it with advantage. Come on. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. There it is. Oh, I rolled well, but not well enough. Did you roll any sixes? No, there's there's no D sixes rolled on this one. <laughs> oh, you don't have anything in persuasion. No, no. Oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Glorfinda looks at you and goes, "Show me what you can do with it when you get back, and we'll see." His chest puffed up a little bit with like newfound purpose, and oh, well, I'll show you. Perfect. Very well. You all have my thanks. Even you, Master Dwarf. Hmm. My lord, um, may I request that you send words to the Lady of the Wood? Um, I fear for her and my homeland, um, as that is where the final ring of power lies. It must be kept safe and brought here to be destroyed with the others. Quite right. We have sent birds. We've taken a leaf out of your own book, Master Dwarf. Our hawks are swift. If there is news, you shall know when you return. Um, speaking of birds, uh, while we're out in the field, there was something uh, flying overhead when uh, uh, points at the, the the hand in the in the bag. When like that that kind of happened, something... you saw this. You saw no, this. Oh happen. no! Uh, these these two mainly saw it. He glances. Heard it. You he glances over at the two of you elves. What does it, he mean? There was a, a creature that flew over. It was over by the mountains, but it was far away. I know it wasn't an eagle, but I know not what else it could be. Some servant of Sauron, we know not. Perhaps the dog has been let off the leash already. Make haste. Your journey to Angmar may be more perilous than you know. Do not engage 
simply bring news back. If Angmar has a new command, the war may be coming west of the Misty Mountains. Now go, make your preparations. Just kind of like, oh, and slams the rest of his drink and marches out. <laughs> all right. Same. You all But still have... holding onto the glass. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'll, you know what? Glorfindel doesn't even bat an eye on this one. Right. You all have some time to prepare for uh, your journey. Is there anything specific that you would like to do, people you would like to talk to? I'm going to go get that armor immediately. Yes, Tanel, <laughs> you make your way down to the armory and the forge. Uh, you see, you wouldn't know this, but the same blacksmith that was there with Beery, this this is for Tori, the same Yay. blacksmith that was there for Beery, this guy Perfect. is here. He goes, uh, ah, Lady Tanel, I assume you are here for your armor then. Y- yes. Very well. Uh, uh, what is your preference? We have... Leather armors, we have something a bit more, perhaps some chainmail. That would actually be preferred if you could spare it. Very well. He uh, spends the next 20 or so minutes getting your measurements, kind of figuring out what needs to happen. Uh, Weaponry, more arrows, daggers. Yes, both of those. And if you have a small sword of any kind, just to prepare myself. We can arrange that, certainly. Meet me back here tomorrow. Yes, thank you, thank you. All right. Uh, mm. Um, A quick word on the, on uh, Eglos. Um, yes, we'll, we'll go over yeah. the mechanics afterwards, but this would okay. be, this would be considered, um, this would be considered a spear, although technically it is a pole arm, but it's more or less, sure. more or less the same mechanically speaking. Can it be thrown from rearward? It can. Okay, cool. Just checking. That's fine. No, you would um, you would have to use your next turn of movement to go get it if yeah, you wanted, course. but yes, it is okay. it is a throwable weapon. All right, it's fun. Is okay, there anything um, else? Yes, I'd like to go see Elrond since he requested me personally. I feel like that would be pretty rude to go. Hmm, no. <laughs> Very well. Uh, you make your way up to the infirmary. You notice that the elves that have been tending to him for the last few days uh, greet you sort of at the entrance and go, Lord Halloweth, I assume, seeing you holding this spear, I assume you have received word that the Lord has given you his thanks. Indeed. And I wish to see him personally to give my gratitude. The elf glances back. He is resting now, but give me a moment. Walks back, you kind of waiting at the door. Comes back a minute later. We may have some trouble waking him, but please, come. I, I, I don't wish to disturb if he is in need of recovery. I, I not just... at all, not at all. I, I okay. feel your presence may comfort him, despite the recent events. Of course. Uh, lead the way. Uh, she takes you over to um, the uh, bed where Elrond is staying in, and mm-hmm. as she sort of touches his uh, his chest, sort of just trying to awaken him, you watch as his eyes flutter and then pop open, and 
you notice, Halloweth, no roles needed here. He looks older. There is an aging to him that isn't necessarily like, oh, he's an old man now, but the ring of power is no longer on his hand. And there is a weariness to his face and his eyes. Lord Halloweth. Lord Aron, it is good to see you yourself again. It is good to be myself, Master Elf. I have thanked you once, but I fear I was not completely myself then. So allow me. And you see his arm kind of shakily forming hand as he sits up. Thank you. Of course. Um, I'm glad to see your house is in order that you are safe. I uh, regret to inform that the fellowship has indeed fallen. We have recovered their bodies. We have brought them back here. Um, I, well, you can do with them as you wish. Uh, we will We will see that they are buried. The dwarf, though, he is with his people. He is, yes. He was given the proper burial rites. The ritual was performed. Um, he is heading east as we speak. Very well. What of my children? The nurses have told me that they were with you. They were. Um, it appears your daughter has laid Aragorn to rest already. She had disappeared before we got there. Uh, she went on ahead. Where they are now, I do not know. They did not return with you? No. Not by our doing. They had personal business to attend to. Um, but when I last saw them, they were well, they were healthy, they were determined, to say the least. The three of them are together, traveling somewhere in the world. And you see the hand starts to shake again, and he's not looking great. I think that they will be fine. They are well-equipped. They are, as I say, determined. They will be with each other soon. Um, Master Elf, you and I have an understanding. You have relieved me of my arm. Do not spare my feelings the way you did my safety. I have reason to believe that Arwen is heading for her son, Eldarion. Eldarion. To the throne of Gondor. Arwen has no child. And you watch as he lays back on the bed. I see. Oh, how blind I have been. <clears throat> I'm sorry, my lord. You have no need to apologize, my children. Make their own decisions. I assume your traveling companions are aware of this as well. 
it was written upon the headstone of Aragorn. My daughter is as strong as she can be foolish. <clears throat> Master Elf, it would seem my daughter is with child. I would ask that this stay private until such time that we sort this out properly. As you wish, my lord. He nods, takes a second. I assume you will be heading to Lothlorien once the path is clear and the scouts return? On the contrary, my lord, um, I will be heading north to Angmar to seek the help of the rangers, as requested by Lord Glorfindel. Elrond gives a short, shaky nod. Your help is much appreciated. Halloweth, thank you again. If it is not too much, I would ask you give me time to rest. I shall see you when you return. Please do not do anything rash. By my honor, my lord. Rest well. You watch, you watch him try to make the fist again and mm. can't quite make it to his chest. And he puts the hand down again. You head out. Beery, what would you like to be doing? So uh, the moment that Tanel is uh, finished with her business with the, with the smithy, Smithy, like once they uh pretty much conclude their business, he peeks around her and hey, hello, <laughs> it's, it's me again. Um, you there, I need to use your smelter and your forge. I have some ore to uh to smelt for the war effort. Tanel's gonna stay behind and kind of like stand behind him and just stare this blacksmith down, kind of trying to be like, come on, dude, just oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Beery. You watch as the blacksmith that you have bothered <laughs> over the last several weeks during your stay in Rivendell, looks at you, looks up at Tanel, looks back down at you. Show me what you can do, Master Dwarf. Gorge, and he calls in the pig that's kind of load, loaded. Wait, with, wait, uh, no, no, not the pig, but just comes oh, yeah, barreling Come on past. in, come on in. Uh, here's the orm. Um, kind of glances around with his hands on his hips. Much improvement could be made on your workshop. Um, for, for as many years as you all have, uh, you don't really do much in the name of efficiency. That should definitely be over there. And he just walks in and starts making a ruckus, starts moving tools around like, okay, so I need this stoked immediately. Let's go. The blacksmith, who I believe named was Aaron, glances <laughs> over at you, Tanel. He's very scared. 
killed. I should <laughs> certainly hope so. And that's where we're going to end episode three oh. of the Unpredicted Party. We oh will my pick up God. Next yes. time. Join us on Patreon for the Unpredicted After Party, where I get to quiz these nerds about how this session just went. Woo. Special thanks to our sponsor, Free League Publishing, for the one ring and giving it to us early. Please go yes. check that, freeleaguepublishing.com. I will see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.